I pledge myself to the pod. Loyal I'll always be. A P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Welcome back to the 11 day countdown before Jay's birthday. I'm Jay, like the letter. And I'm Angela, also known as AVO. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> okay, wait. I So I know, first of all, you're dying to tell this story because I've been hearing about it all morning. But first, can I tell you something that I've recently learned? Okay. So apparently, per some update that Apple has put out in the past few weeks, people will now be notified when you put them on Do Not Disturb. I haven't heard that, but damn. I feel like whatever programmer, engineer, think tank or whatever thought this up, they woke up one morning and they chose violence and put us all on blast. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Are you sure this is a fact or you like heard it? So I heard this on my morning radio show because, you know, Boomer Me wakes up to the radio and they were talking about it. So one of the uh, announcers... Hosts. Hosts. There we go. Was talking about how over the weekend she had put some people on Do Not Disturb and they all called her out on it because they got a notification through text message. So like she muted their text conversations and they got notifications that said like X has put this conversation on Do Not Disturb. Will they know if I had them on Do Not Disturb before the update? I don't know, but now I'm terrified to update my phone because I always run a couple updates behind. But now, should I just put everyone on Do Not Disturb? And like, you can put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might do that. Ugh. Okay, my story is much more pleasant. <laughs> One of my favorite TikToks to be on is ex fundamentalism, ex religion TikTok, okay. particularly of the Mormon type. There are a lot of on TikTok. And now that I know this information, I think the world should know. Angela, do you know what soaking is? Oh my God. Yes, yes, I have heard of this. Would you like to explain it to the people since you're already educated on it? Uh, how PG do I need to be? I don't know. We're in California. It's a commonwealth state. Half of this is yours. <laughs> so within the Mormon community, as we've I've been told through TikTok, uh, soaking is the practice of not having sex, but having sexual penetration. So there's one movement in and then it just stays there. You know, hence soaking. So, I've heard there's a new level of this. Oh, God. Which is where other brothers and sisters of Jesus jump on the bed to simulate, but not actually have sex, because you're not having sex if other people are jumping <laughs> to have the motion of the ocean. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. So, two people are soaking, and they have now invited more people into the room to jump on the bed that they are on. Allegedly. Oh, my God. Are they clothed? Do they have to be blindfolded? I don't is, know. Is it, like, 16th century divergenizing? Is there like a sheet involved? So it's like they're jumping outside of the sheet. Can they see over if they jump high enough? I have so many questions that I shouldn't have, but. Obviously not from any personal experience. <laughs> I feel one would benefit more dry humping than this. 
Because then you're really still leaving room for Jesus and not getting unclothed. Yeah, I would think so. Like the only thing that would occur to me, I don't know like have, if you've seen this on TikTok, but like there are certain colleges that most of the Mormons go to. BYU, you can and call it so, Yeah, BYU. And they actually have people who are on the lookout for these kinds of things. And I remember from high school dances, girls would complain about guys' zippers leaving track marks on their jeans from like continued friction from like when they were like grinding on the dance floor and oh. so like that's even that's like not very long so I could kind of imagine there might be people tapped somewhere at BYU to look for friction marks on jeans or something got it so soaking is all is the alternative I would imagine there has to be something in between that but as we've kind of learned from TikTok you just go from one extreme to another what I just don't understand is like Angela you are a follower of Jesus <laughs> Yes. How would Jesus not consider that basically having sex? I feel like that's so nuanced that like I'm not I'm I'm no Jesus. But if you're going that far, I would still call it a sin. I just love how I love how this train of questioning just started with I'm not Jesus. But correct. I honestly don't know. I I really do have some questions there too because I feel like um whatever we're just we're just breaking down some boundaries today. Like the two pump guys so it's like wouldn't just like a little bit of the motion in the ocean set them off and so th then don't you still have some stuff to worry about there well my thing is i mean like this is that but also it's like very pg even if you are kissing horizontally like mm -hmm. middle school kissing mm -hmm. like not even on top but like next to each other your body's kind of moving like you're not like a static board like just using your mouth yeah so like while you're soaking you're not kissing you can't do anything other than like plank on one another oh god that just sounds so uncomfortable. Cause like, what can you like? What can happen? Cause if it, like you said, yeah. if any movement happens, she's no longer pure for her wedding night. I feel like this just like now brings into like a really like creepy thing. Is it just that the woman can't move or the man can't move either? Like, are there degrees to like where he needs to stop? What can he touch? What can he not touch? What what can they not touch mutually? This is it's very complicated. So <laughs> honestly, it's like at that point, frankly, we're just bringing. BYU back into this. Like from that point though, it's like it would seem easier to leave your clothes on, but at the same time, have you ever seen the girls that post the text messages they get from guys the next day that are like, oh, I'm sorry, like we can't go out on another date because you let me like touch your breasts over your shirt. So obviously like you're not the future mother of my children. Oh yeah. It's just, it's such a awful male double standard. We can't make out, but I can stick it in you for, I can't even imagine it can be that long because then it's just gonna deflate and like stick it in you for five minutes and like we can still like date. Yeah, I don't know. There's this great TikToker. I don't know, just something like Pepper Muffin. Her name is Kristen something. She's from mm -hmm. Hawaii, but she's half Mormon. And she was explaining how like people are, you like hook up with so many people. She's like, just so you guys remember, like I go to BYU. So like, and she's one of the ones who gets those, sends those messages and like is really funny about it. And she's like, you know, like other things happen. So her top comment was like, I just learned what soaking is that what you mean? And she's like, absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. But yeah, I heard so I saw someone like jumping on the bed and they were like POV like when you're trying to help your friend like so I'm like oh my god and I just thought for my birth month I wanted to share <laughs> that knowledge with everyone that apparently this is a thing for young Mormons. <laughs> What a lovely gift you have given us all. Thank you, Jay. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Mormon community. Book of Mormon, 10 out of 10. The um, musical, not the actual 
I'm never getting over the fact that they were coming for one month in 2020 and that was the month that we had to shut everything down. You should have gone when I went my second time and I told you you would like it and you're like, I won't see it. I know, I shouldn't have. I was dumb for the amount of Star Wars jokes I found out that were in there. I'm very I literally dumb. told you this. I'm very dumb. I told you this. I literally told you the first time I saw it or maybe the second. I don't know if I know you the first time I saw it. I think I, think I met you right before you were going. Not like right before, but then you yeah. went the second time. Speaking on Mormons really quickly, did I ever tell you about the time my mom and I actually accidentally wandered into a Mormon temple on vacation? No, but I really want to go into a Mormon temple. So the thing that I heard about Mormon temples, and also no disrespect to Mormons, people who believe in the faith, all for it. Just something as ridiculous as this, I hope even Mormons can understand. But just like everything, like you can hear a joke about Catholics and like mm -hmm. laugh along for some of the more like things. Like, mm -hmm. so like you acknowledge that and like mm -hmm. Catholic self, like it's all good. Just like no offense to Mormons, just this practice is one that's very our mind. Yes. Okay, but one, one day you would like to go to a Mormon temple. Right, thank you. So the Mormon <laughs> temples, you can only go in for the first two weeks after they're built after you have to only be people who like get sealed and the temple can go in. Oh. So like, you're not supposed to go in after like the first two weeks. So they open it to the public when they first build a new temple. Oh. And then you can never go in again. Okay. That's why I wanted to go into one. Okay, I guess that makes sense because there were a lot of people walking around and we were like, oh, what is this? It has to be something good. And so we saw like, oh, really big church. And then it was once we were inside that we realized, oh, we... We, we are in a Mormon temple. Yeah, but for those first two weeks, they're open to the public, mm -hmm. so anyone can go in. And I think old churches are some of the, like, the beautiful architectural things. Oh, for like, sure. R.I.P. Notre Dame. Did you, have you seen the documentary? Oh. But we saw the burnt church. <laughs> we, we did see the burnt church, but you should watch the documentary. I think I, like, almost cried, like, five or six times. Um, just because they, they interviewed all the firefighters and everyone who, like, first sounded the alarm and, like, went in and tried to, like, save, save things. So what are you talking about today, <laughs> Today we are talking about spooky season, PSL land, fall, Halloween, the basic bitch holiday of the season. Basic bitch holiday of the season, that's what I'm going with because that's what it really is. Like the amount of Disney princesses, Minnie Mouses, Ariana Grande's, Britney Spears, all really great fun people to dress up as, but just like you see all of these costumes in mass together. Yes, but calling out your patriarchy for a second, someone was saying like, why not let girls all dress up like Ariana Grande and Britney Spears rather than doing blackface refer to our episode from last week. Like let the basic girls do the basic things to stop them from like trying to be original and like do things that they shouldn't be doing because we make fun of them for the basic thing. Well yeah no okay I will I will check my inner patriarchy my what did what did I call it my six six five six cis, two six two cisgender white male energy I will I will check that but at the same time where are my princess Leia? Where are... That's it. You would just like more princess justice for Princess I'm, Leia. I'm, it really, it really is justice for Princess Leia. But it's like, where, where are my Princess Leias? Where are my? I was trying to think of uh, Emma Roberts' characters' names in like American Horror Story. Where are my Scream Queens? Where are my my Neve Campbells? My um my Sydney Prescotts? Where are they? All I see are Ariana Grande's, Britney's, and Disney princesses. There are a ton of characters out there. Like I just want to see. I want to see some more costumes 
costume variation. I think it's because you all only follow people who follow it as the basic bitch holiday of the season in PSLs. That may be too. I will acknowledge that. I also think though, like this year we all know the costume, my bet, the costume of this year will be Wanda Maximoff. Oh, see, I don't think so. You said Cruella in a few episodes ago. I, there's no way I, that I, loud. I don't think it's going to be Cruella, but I also don't think it's going to be Wanda Maximoff. Who are you putting? I know you've been researching. Trend forecaster, what are we saying? Okay, so in terms of the research, I'm actually pretty split there because it seems like a lot of the costume ideas that are floating around are 2020 and 2021. So it's like everything from 2020 that people didn't get to put forth. So I've seen a lot of a promising young woman. I never saw the movie, but like the blonde who like, didn't she kill rapey men? Uh, she didn't kill them. She just really tried to scare them. Got it. This is the one thing where I was like, maybe I'll need my laptop for this list. I don't understand people's joy of dressing up as coronavirus. Like, haven't we all suffered enough? Yeah. Oh my God. And the Purell bottles. There was a lot of that last year. Let's leave. Well, still keep using your Purell. <laughs> Carry that with you. <laughs> Carry the actual Purell. But maybe leave the Purell costumes at home this year. Okay. So what do you, what do you remember the top ones being? Or you don't remember? I don't remember. Laptop por favor. Pausing for a brief moment. ASMR. I feel like we should do an ASMR episode one time. Oh, okay. So this year's most popular Halloween costume is forecasted as Olivia Rodrigo. Oh yeah. In any music video. But oh yeah, the stickers will be super easy. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I thought about doing her from the Good Review video with the little blue skirt mm -hmm. slash Princess Diaries inspired. So most popular are Olivia Rodrigo, Ariana Grande as Ariana Grande getting married or from some other... Um, Probably the 3435 video or POV. No, not POV, positions, where she's in the White House. And then the one where she's in the little nighty with the robot hair is 3435. Yes, but everyone just remember her 3435 inspiration comes from, is it Austin Powers, the fembots? I think it's Austin Powers. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Other most popular, I didn't separate these out by gender or anything. Uh, Simone Biles from the Olympics, but instead of giving her a gold medal, give her the mental health medal. Um, Amanda Gorman, Kamala Harris, Selena Gomez, as Mabel Mora from Only Murders in the Building. That's new. Mm -hmm. But she's still in top 10. And then there's Allie Love, who is a Peloton person. I don't know if she's an instructor or an influencer for Peloton. Probably an instructor. Okay. Yeah. So those, those are the top ones forecasted for this year. I still think we're going to see a bunch of Wanda's because all you need are devil ears and the red swimsuit. We're not placing a big bet on this, but I don't know. What do you think? I'm going Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, well, it's also depending on like the demographic like okay if we're if we're going by who we're seeing on tiktok then yeah olivia Rodrigo is gonna win by a landslide if we're going by who we see at like the festival it could be wanda it could be something like that's true we, we also have to think this festival is in october i feel like people might trend more towards warmer things mm -hmm. all right this this one might be too close to call everyone we'll follow up on our instagram mm -hmm. after halloween Halloween weekend mm -hmm. oh but i did actually like some of the couples costumes that are forecasted for this year tom holland and Zendaya. Allegedly. Allegedly, but they are on the list. Uh, Tara Davis and Hunter Woodhull. They're an Olympian and Paralympian couple in real life. And they both won gold medals Is one year. of them, is she black? Yeah. I have seen them on TikTok. Mm -hmm. uh, Simon and Daphne from Bridgerton. Ugh, 
If only. <laughs> right? Speaking of Bridgerton, though. Oh my gosh, guys, we just got tickets for the... No, not that. Yes, that. I just got... Jay just got us the ticket. Jay just got us tickets for the Bridgerton experience in LA coming in 2022. So season two, we will have an episode all for you guys devoted to what it was like living our best Regency, Regency life. life. So Simon and Daphne from Bridgerton, but then also as far as same-sex couples go, people were projecting Penelope Featherington and Eloise. Um, also, Sweetie and Doja Cat. Oh, and that's Natasha a great one. and Yelena, but they're siblings, so that seems a little awkward. I mean, I think probably duo costumes. Yeah. The only thing I would say about Penelope and Eloise, which I also was like, okay, they're gonna be a couple. Like, I'm waiting for mm-hmm. this to happen. And not like, oh, it's the exact same thing, but it's like also like letting people who aren't a couple, like, not like deciding that they should be couples. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying on that. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from there because obviously the entire Bridgerton series is already well established. All of the books have been written. As far as we know, there are no more to come. But it'll be interesting to see if Shonda Rhimes then is influenced by public opinion and then steers. When has Shonda Rhimes ever been influenced by public opinion on anything? Never, ever. But she has teamed up with Netflix now and Netflix caters to the people. Fair. I'd love to stand next to Reggae Jean Page. Right. Oh my god. Do do we know? Has has a new bond been tapped or could he still be in play? I believe he could still be in play. That would be amazing. I'll watch the Bond movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, and uh, No Time to Die is officially out now, coming out. The movie? Yeah, Daniel Craig's last, I don't last know, appearance saw... as Bond. I don't know, we saw a trailer for it, so soonish. Yeah. Oh, and then last on my list, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde? Yeah. They are they are a new couple, apparently. Yeah, it's like spring. Oh, okay. Well, Jay, I don't know, you're, you've are you never really been that into Halloween, but you do like dressing up. Yes, I love costumes. Mm-hmm. One of the things that made me always a little bit salty about Halloween is that people would try to combine my birthday with like Halloween parties. Like, oh, like let's make it a costume party but my thing is I wouldn't get two costumes like I couldn't get a separate costume for each one some would tell me it was excessive but in my mind there's two occasions so I need two costumes that makes perfect sense I know so therefore I was like and also I'm not going to debut my costume early so everyone knows Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's weird because your birthday is just like right in line where like maybe it's like leading into Halloween Mm -hmm. yeah but again back to our, our holiday birthday episode just don't do it guys don't try to get people to combine their birthdays with a holiday. They are separate occasions. I agree. But I always did love dressing up for Halloween. Some of my great costumes, I remember I was Dorothy one year. Oh, that's cute. And then my fairy godfather made me a poodle skirt, a felt poodle skirt by hand. like with a, And it still fits. I have it. I actually brought it down to college because I can. it's elastic so I can still wear it. Um, what else did we do? There were a bunch of other ones in between that I can't remember. But then in eighth grade, me and my two best friends were all Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. And I got to be Cinderella. And they were both able to find their one was Belle. I think one was Sleeping Beauty. At the last minute, there used to be this designer outlet in the city I live in and he, my very godfather, found a perfectly Cinderella blue like strapless ball gown and we got a petticoat and like I look, not the best, but I look the most realistic. I had the tiara and the gloves and all the things. I still have the dress and it still fits actually. So that was a really fun year where we had like the big dresses and like Mm. we did like ball gowns and everything. We originally got me a wedding dress and we're gonna try to dye it blue. That didn't work out. And then in high school, I don't know if everyone else actually got 
got the Mean Girls memo or Mean Girls was the only way that I found out. <laughs> Apparently starting in ninth grade, you're a slutty anything and everything. Oh my god. Yeah, honestly, high school Halloween costumes were the absolute worst. So like, similarly to you, I just love dressing up. But like we touched on this in our last episode, I always had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder around Halloween because I was more often than not prompted or asked. It's like, oh, you know, like, do you want to be like Pocahontas or Esmeralda or someone just because it fell a little bit more in line with my hair and skin tone, even though I wanted to be like Cinderella and Barbie and Britney Spears. So I love dressing up, but I never really got to dress up the way that I wanted to. So in high school, what I liked about it is my friends and I, we all volunteered for our local Parks and Recs Halloween haunted house. So for like the whole month we were there and like we worked on building sets and creating our own costumes as part of that set. And then it was something that we did like all the way up until Halloween. So I didn't have to worry a lot about the costume. But of course, I also went to private school. So I wanted to wear a costume just for the free dress day. However, my my family isn't really into Halloween. So they didn't see the big deal for my like getting an elaborate costume the way that I wanted it to be to feel like I was like fully portraying the character that I wanted to. So I had very minimal costumes. Like I think in, oh, well, my freshman year, actually, I was going to be um, Tinkerbell. And I actually like talked my mom into like getting like the true Tinkerbell costume, but then I broke my ankle. So I was on crutches. It totally didn't work out with the wings and everything. So I ended up wearing just like black jeans and a white shirt and a cat in a hat hat. Cute. Yeah. So I was just like, eh, whatever. But then, um, yeah, it was like the same thing. It was like all of a sudden, like you had to be like a slutty something, but I went to private school. So that was always a little hard. And, and what I found infuriating about the school that I went to is that they had a complete double standard for costumes for people. So like some girls showed up in like costumes, like I swear, like straight from like yandy.com. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they do like rave exotic dancer wear and they do like very, very um, skimpy Halloween costumes. So like they would show up like, you could see like the little like ruffled underwear like for, of their costume, like under their dress just when they were walking, but it was fine for them to walk around like that. But I got detention for my cat in the hat costume because I didn't look like I was wearing a true costume and they made me put my school uniform back on. Like, cause it wasn't dressed up enough? Yeah, they said that I was just taking advantage of the free dress day and I didn't come in a costume. Huh. Yeah, but like other girls were like showing their underwear wearing thigh highs and like six inch heels and that was fine. And they didn't have to change, but whatever, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, were you ever a slutty anything in high school? Technically, like I had to buy the slutty costumes. Like I was the slutty sailor one year, but I like made it longer. Like I pulled a skirt down and I wore mm -hmm. a shirt under it and I wore like, mm -hmm. I made it so it was like appropriate for school. Like yeah. I wasn't, I never did the thing. And it was like, it was hard though, because you couldn't buy a pre-made costume. Like you either had to make it yourself mm -hmm. or like thrift it or something. Because like after the, after like eighth grade, when you go out of youth sizing, everything is like short and cropped and uh, small and tight. tight. Yeah. No, I think seventh grade was actually my favorite costume. And in honor of the podcast, I was Stephanie from the Life and Death Brigade. I got like a red, um, like bridesmaid dress from a thrift store and I had like a red sparkly cardigan and I had a gorilla mask and no one knew who I was. <laughs> See, that was always like a thing for me of like people not figuring out who I was. Like mm -hmm. I had to be 
Oh, one of my years, I think it was my senior year of high school, I was Eloise at the plaza. I had suspenders oh, and a skirt so and a little cute. bow. I know, it was very cute. It was a throwback. But it was the thing of like, if you're not a slutty bunny or a cat, you basically are, everyone is just Lindsay Lohan in the bride uniform who didn't get the memo. Okay, and I guess I will check myself. That is probably where some of my like basic Halloween costume like annoyance comes from because I always put a lot of thought into the characters that I want to portray and oftentimes a lot of them are from deep cuts. I see I can't even really say that because I feel like they are a part of pop culture they're just not a part of necessarily what's considered like the pretty part of pop culture. Yeah. So like people know who they are but it's like they but it's like it's not considered like the cute look for Halloween. Yeah I get that. What's your stance on candy corn? Oh I love candy corn. (laughs) Wrong answer. Yep. It has the weirdest taste in the world but it's also addictive. No. I actually recently just had some. It was pretty great. Although I was very sad because the person I was sharing it with proceeded to eat the whole bag. Well, you gave him the whole bag. No, it was between us. Mutual communicative... Community? Community. Community candy corn. (laughs) Yeah, it was community candy corn, you know. But you just ate it too slow. You snooze, you lose. So he says. You snooze, you lose. (laughs) What is your thought on couples costumes? I feel like those to me are what can lean like a little basic and maybe I'm salty. I've never done a couples costume. But like, I love when they did like Bob Ross and the painting, but like the girl was Bob Ross because she had bigger hair. Oh yeah, I I love when people flip couples costumes on their heads. I actually, um, one that was not on any of the lists that I looked at, but I feel like was totally overlooked, Loki and Sylvie. I still never finished Loki. I give it- You're I give the it only the, one who doesn't like it. I give it the lowest rating out of the three series so far. Wow. Yep. And it was still good. I think it could have been better. Did you watch the Hawkeye trailer? No. I only watched it because it, it's to the, it's- the background, it's like, it's not I'll Be Home for Christmas, but some Christmas, and it's Christmas in New York. Oh. Going to watch it, because there's a clip of Rogers the musical. Oh my god. Um, I actually, I just had a dinner with Supper Club the other night, and one of the members, she actually doesn't like Hawkeye slash Jeremy Renner as much as you do, and I told her that you guys should meet and chat about it. Well, no one likes Hawkeye. I feel, I feel like some people like him a little more than you don't like him. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> I just think he has no talent. But, like, not, like, the actor. I just think, like, Hawkeye has no purpose in the mm-hmm. MCU. Like, it was funny because there was, like, all of these jokes about, like, whatever Haley Steinfeld character's name is going to be like, being Hawkeye's biggest fan. And everyone's like, well, we already know the series is a lie because, like, who would be Hawkeye's <laughs> biggest fan? Like, at least through my TikTok, or maybe it's the echo chamber, I mean, it's a known fact. Like, Hawkeye is useless. Like, I mean, it even was established that, like, Natasha had some kind of power. Like, Shang-Chi for the win. <laughs> oh, yeah. So far, he's definitely the best. And he's, like true skill with enhancement, not he's an enhanced human. Like he's magical. Yeah, which actually I think all of phase four right now they've set up as magical because Doctor Strange, Wanda, Loki, and Shang-Chi all deal in magic. And the Eternals. And the Eternals, yeah. Okay, now that my nerd quotient is filtered out. <laughs> um, couples costumes I like when they like spin it on their head. Like mm-hmm. I think it was funny like when they did like Tiger King and a tiger, but like, or Carol Baskin, but the guy was Carol Baskin and like mm-hmm. the girl was like, yeah, whatever. I, Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think it's fun when couples have complementary costumes, but I don't think that couples costumes like necessarily need to happen as in like a true coupling of costumes because I feel like most couples anyway generally start to meld as one. Not meld as one, but they start to begin complimenting each other in the day to day. Like I was scrolling oh. through TikTok and this article, not TikTok, Instagram, and this article like popped up. In... Well, yeah, like how Jacob dresses like all of his girlfriends. Yeah. And this one was uh, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. But they're 
they're both they were always both more like fluid in their dress yeah but like this one was like specifically about how like they were they always kind of match but don't match yeah. we stand mm-hmm. but also you're not telling me if like a guy you were seeing was like I want to be reggae Jean Page and Daphne from Bridgerton you'd be like no like that's a couple costume like I don't do couple costumes like those are lame and basic oh no no I completely <laughs> completely all for it like I've, I think I've said on the podcast multiple times all I wanted this year is to dress up like Wanda Maximoff and have someone else be Vision <laughs> like that's all I want <laughs> no you should be white Vision and Vision Vision <laughs> and then we can have like the battle of the minds what is it the ship of Theseus or something like that but yeah no I am I am for couples costumes I just think like if you are that I don't think like it needs to be like a couples costume every year that, that said though if I could find someone who wanted to complimentary costume me every year where it's like if I was the bubble bath and I, I really want to be a bubble bath one year those costumes just look so cute with like the little rubber ducky headband and all the white little balloons totally afraid someone's gonna try to pop me though and then I'm gonna panic and correct yep but yeah if I was the bubble bath and someone wanted to be not the rubber ducky because that's that's too matchy I don't know what would go with that I would say a loofah but like I don't want him to be the loofah that's weird yeah like like the towel or something all could be Betty and not snake eyes serpents oh yeah the the serpents Betty and Jughead Riddle's gotten weird though. I stopped after season one. Oh, I think they did. Um, I haven't seen any of season five, but they were supposed to do like a really big time jump. Weird. Mm-hmm. Just general fall things. In high school, my friends and I would go to corn mazes every year. They always wanted to go to haunted ones and I would always say no because I would I, cry. I still need to see pictures of you in these corn mazes. I cannot believe this. Yeah, we'd go. The moms would drive. We'd get caramel apples and like walk around and like. Honestly, the first time I ever heard of a Halloween corn maze was when I started working with midwesterners but we would do that we did that two or three times i don't know did you ever do pumpkin carving like at school and like at friends and in the sorority we did it it wasn't my favorite activity yeah i don't like it i also really don't understand the point of like a halloween theme party not on halloween i mean again maybe i'm just salty because it would always near overlap with my birthday mm-hmm. but it's like what's the point it's like we don't have like pre-christmas parties or pre-valentine's day so like i don't understand the point of like a halloween party yeah at that point just call it a costume party Mm -hmm. yeah I like dressing up and the thing is like no one just like will dress up as elaborately as me which is another reason why I kind of like cut back because like I will like fully dress up if I dress up well see Halloween is the one day of the year I will fully dress up for what I want to dress up as but you and I have never been in alignment about what to do slash what to be slash where we are going for these things to work out which is why I say like you if you like Halloween or you like a certain aspect of Halloween you need to find your Halloween crew someone who wants to Halloween the way that you do because it was always like an after work thing and then like sweaty bars and like the effort and like in college I would say this we said this on our episode with frat parties with our friend style everything would get shut down within five minutes i'm not putting two hours into getting ready to be shut down for five minutes to try to go to another house party or to try to go to a club and have it fail mm-hmm. like when angela finally buys her house and i can throw a halloween party there i will dress up i have all my pinterest decorations down i am so ready for this future halloween party one year we'll finally do the the, the kardashian kids penelope and the other one north yeah we'll finally do that one year yes they may be as old as us when we finally do it, but... Well, I mean, we're just gonna get older as they get older. 
Fine. In a few years, you can do Jennifer Garner's 13 Going on 30. Oh, God. Well, I almost bought, I just bought a top that kind of looks like that dress, so. And, like, whoever would have to be Mark Ruffalo could just kind of stand there. Guys are so lucky when it comes to Halloween. They can kind of just, like, wear anything and then put on a mask and it's acceptable. I mean, or they could be shirtless and do the the sunscreen and be a lifeguard. That too. Simple. Mm -hmm. Bar for men. On the floor. Always. Speaking of men and Halloween, there's one of my favorite stories of Angela's, I think she should get into. Oh god. You said you were gonna say it. I'm uh, just reminding you. Okay. Um <sighs> All right, guys, we are just going to put it out there, though. If you are really getting into your Halloween costume, be very cognizant of where you decide to wear it. So, like I said earlier, in high school, my friends and I were on a Halloween haunted house at our local community center. And one year, we did, like, the the haunted medical ward was our thing. So... Has American Horror Story done a season like that? Yes, they have. So, that year, I was also acting in it. So, my costume... Like, my costume was pretty simple. I was just wearing jeans and I had this like baggy white shirt that was kind of like my my dressing gown and then I did really really elaborate makeup and I had this huge black eye like blood coming down off the side of my mouth and then all of this like blood on like one of my arms like something had happened to it so at the end of the night I cleaned up most of it because I didn't want to get a lot of it in the car so like I'd have makeup wipes and stuff I'd clean up my arm clean up the blood off the side of my mouth because I'd start picking at it eventually but especially for all the makeup around my black eye, I wouldn't want to touch any of that until I was home because there was a lot that went into it and I didn't want to start pushing it into my eye and then not be able to see. So one night, probably around 10.30 after one of the weekend shows, uh, my mom picked me up and she's like, oh, you know, we ran out of milk. Do you mind running into the grocery store and getting some? So I was like, sure, no problem because it was going into the weekend. I needed cereal for some reason. I was like very adamant about eating cereal in high school. What kind of cereal? Cheerios. I'm basic that way. I ran into the supermarket and of course, walking back with the milk to the register, I hear someone call out, hey Angela. And I turn around and lo and behold, who is it? My lovely, longtime, super adorable crush. So I turn around and I'm like, oh my god, hi, you're talking to me. All super excited. And he just looks freaked the fuck out. He looks terrified. Starts stammering and says, great, great to see you. Hi. Um, see you later. And walks away. And I couldn't figure out why that had, like, gone so strangely because, like, he kind of, like, chased me down. Like, I heard, like, hey, hey, Angela. And, like, someone, like, coming up behind me. I was like, all right. I was like, you stopped me just to be weird. Okay, whatever. I get into the car and that's when I remember. I have this giant, very realistic looking black eye. And how did that make you feel? I was mortified. I mean, you know, I still went out the next night and I put all the makeup on and I did it again. And I was just like, whatever. But I was like, of course, like that's like the one time my crush decides he wants to talk to me. And I look like I just got in some kind of fight. So PSA, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever like working a haunted house or something, just pr- take all the makeup off. Just take it all off. Have you ever done the, like the prosthetics or the things that like? No, I haven't wanted to get that elaborate. And frankly, I'm like kind of afraid to now because you know, in my disaster driven mind, after watching that Grey's Anatomy episode where Dr. Weber is trying to treat the zombie girl after the comic book opening, <laughs> every laceration just turns out to be like an applique. I'm like really afraid that if something like that ever happened to me, like I was in like a car accident or something, like they would just 
miss something because they were too busy looking at like the giant fake stitches on another part of me. Fair. I don't know. If you could have like one Halloween wish, like what would you want? Only king size candy bar. That is a good one. Did you, what was trick or treating like growing up for you? So I normally went with my cousin, except the one year I went with my friends and he's a few years younger. So we normally went with his classmates. Decent candy, some bigger houses, some smaller houses, but a lot of areas with like lots of kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize that not all neighborhoods had a bunch of kids. So, like, mm-hmm. you could really, like, miss neighborhoods where people wouldn't come to certain neighborhoods. So, I would always go with them because the one year I went with my friends. Mm-hmm. Some would give bigger candy bars than others. Only one year did my friends go back for seconds and I was too scared to go with them. So, I just stayed at the house. <laughs> oh, no. That's fine. I had enough candy. I always, like, I would always sort my Halloween candy after. Mm-hmm. And I would trade my cousin for the good ones. And I would, like, I mean, if this, isn't, this shouldn't surprise anyone, like, the ones that were his favorite I would do like a two to one trade oh my god (laughs) like I also knew my uncle like the almond joys hated those tootsie rolls are scum of the earth if anyone likes tootsie rolls I know my mother does but other everyone else like ugh. oh my god they just glue your teeth together people who would do raisins I know something else that I wasn't as cognizant of but my family was is like people who would give like not like unwrapped candy but like not like clearly store-bought packaged candy they'd always just be handed over and toss it I'm like oh I get why and then there's one kid when I was a camp counselor who's mom would pay him a quarter per piece of candy he'd give up. Oh, wow. Because she was trying to not get cavities and stuff, which yeah. I think is kind of funny. I was always a chocolate person, so Twix are at my top. I like Reese's, Starbursts, only the pink and red ones. Um, Midnight, like Snickers or Milky Way is my favorite. Oh, yeah. I used to really like Three Musketeers, but that kind of faded. Mm-hmm. No, the Three Musketeers were actually really big for me in trick-or-treating, and so I would always go with my friends in a big group, and her parents, like, they were, they were just, like, the designated Halloween parents. Like, they they would go yeah. out with us they'd take us all over and so we'd get like these really big bags but we also staged like like we would decorate her house and kind of like put on like a little like scare act for kids like while we handed out candy so we did like That's haunted cute. statues yeah so like we'd pay attention to like the no scare lights and stuff like that and like take it easy on like the little kids but like we really really enjoyed scaring like older kids and stuff and that was actually pretty cool because occasionally like sometimes like they'd give up some of their candy to us and be like oh my god like you totally got us that was amazing like like here, take a lollipop. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like the blow pops too. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Have you ever tried like to see how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop? I gave up. I think I had one of those counters once though. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, no clue. I know. I was, I was gonna say, I was like, they have the counters, but it only goes to like ten thousand licks or something. Jesus, it take more than that? Apparently, huh. it might. Obviously, since all of you listening to this are such avid fans of us, you know where we stand on costumes and ones that are and are inappropriate by our last episode. So refer to that if you have any questions about themes or things we will wear or would wear. Yeah, like we mentioned last episode too, we're, we're going to be aliens this year. You guys can let us know what you think of our alien costumes. Yes, I don't care how basic Angela finds it. I'm leaning towards <laughs> Ariana Grande because... I like the costumes and even better, Angela's planning on doing a 70s day for one of these so we can share the white boots. Exactly. And she's slightly, I have slightly wider feet but shorter and Angela's feet are slightly longer so if we get the boots in my size, she'll stretch them out for me for the next day. Wait, this actually might work out in your favor this time because I remember when we used to do that for recruitment, I wouldn't actually walk around in them, I'd just wear them. So they molded to my foot but they weren't actually stretched. Yes. All right. Hmm. Well, this might
might actually work this time. Because you have a skirt that you bought that would work really well. I do really like the skirt. I just need to find a good top to go with it. Mm -hmm. Since this is the first Halloween in two years where people can kind of go all out and do more, this will be crazy. Halloween weekend didn't become a thing for me until college. I hadn't even heard of Halloween weekend. Same. And I was like, oh, okay. But then again, I would need three costumes. Yeah, and I didn't participate in college. See, and that's why I always liked the idea of Halloween weekend. Because there are always so many costume ideas I come up with every year. It's like, this would be the perfect opportunity to stage all of them. Because I actually, like, for Outside Lands, I went through my costume board on Pinterest from everything I've just saved over the years. And just, there, there are so many. I don't know how I'm going to get through them and I still like mm -hmm. like 70% of them. I know. I still want us to do one year the Miss Congeniality one. Oh that would be amazing. I'm Miss Rhode Island. I'm good with being Miss Congeniality. Can we set your baton on fire? I don't trust you with fire. Well that's why you're gonna hold it. <laughs> I mean maybe yes. I mean better than that I get the gun holster with the donut in it so. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Or we could be Regina King. Oh, okay. I actually really like that one. I liked it. I saw that one before I saw the original, so I really liked it. Oh, also for anyone listening who maybe doesn't have a Halloween costume set yet and is looking for one, um, particularly if you might happen to be of the BIPOC persuasion, maybe, as we talked about in our cultural appropriation episode, Regina King and Watchmen, very, very good costumes. Are they costumes? She does actually wear a costume. Cool. I think she wears two costumes in it, actually. And just like to quickly go into like costumes. If you want to be specifically Pocahontas or Whitney Houston or someone, we're all for that. Mm -hmm. Appreciate people. Diana Ross. But if you want to be like an NBA player, and there are NBA players of all colors, but you decide to look like one that is not your natural melanin level, don't. Yeah. If you want to be LeBron James, wear his jersey. Don't try to wear his skin tone. <laughs> You're here. And then at some point, maybe, depending on how long we podcast, we can talk about the best costumes, the favoritest costumes, baby costumes. Oh my god. Okay. I really, really love when parents make the baby ca costume calendars. Oh. Like, okay. With the little Walter White babies. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Little crack babies. Oh god. <laughs> Meth? Oh, excuse me. Maybe, oh, I don't remember what they made now. But yeah, they put they put them in like little little the little yellow coats. Me over here is like I like when they do like the little avocado pit. Oh, that's cute too. It's all cute. You guys, you can you can put anything on a baby and it's cute. Just like you put anything on a onesie and it's cute. Fire trucks. Snoopy. Cookies. Anything. It's super cute. You know. And pregnant costumes are also fun. I mean, I'm sure I don't want to be pregnant on Halloween. That sounds kind of inconvenient. Or very pregnant on Halloween. That sounds kind of inconvenient. Yeah. Like a, a medium amount of pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're ordering a pizza. Can I be a medium amount of pregnant on Halloween, please? <laughs> Around the 18-week mark. Oh, oh my god. Okay, but honestly, one of the things I do miss about going out on Halloween is just coming back and, like, I used to do this thing where I would time the pizza order to be delivered right as I was arriving home. Very nice. Mm -hmm. That was before delivery, like, apps and things. Yeah, when I had to call the pizza place. <laughs> Nuts. Although I do have the Domino's app on my phone now. Reminders, stay safe, stay with the group. Don't go into random people's homes alone. Have eyes on an adult if you are a child. Have eyes on your friend, buddy system. Don't take unpackaged goods. Don't take rides from strangers. Unless Uber and or Lyft have confirmed that you are getting into the car assigned <laughs> to you that you've paid for. The whole concept of getting into an Uber is getting into a stranger's car. That's true. 
That's true. Don't drink and drive. Charge your phone. And wear your mask. Yeah. Not just your, your costume mask. <laughs> Please wear your CDC sanctioned two layer cloth or N95. medical grade or N95 mask. Wash your hands. Say thank you if you are getting candy. Mm-hmm. Hydrate. Maybe don't trust the Purell that a Purell dressed up person is offering you. <laughs> just a thought or maybe do who knows Fair. and on that note thank you for listening to this episode of in omni apparatus grab your coffee bowls and don't forget to rate download and follow on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts as always where you lead will follow so head on over to at in omniapod on instagram and let us know what you'd like to hear about in the comments bye bye we can talk about scary stories i know